also, I have this question that's been yeah. in my head for like a week. Hey guys, it's Josh and welcome back to the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Joining me today, we have Kate Quinn. Um, Kate, I'm just going to let you tell you, tell us about you because you know you better than I know you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hi, I'm Kate Quinn. I am a, what I call a mindful fitness coach. And I am also a WBFF bikini pro. Like, okay, so already so many questions. I can <laughs> I can easily say that you are the first bikini pro that I've ever met already going down in the record books, but <laughs> get, I, I need the backstory. How, did, how does one become a bikini pro? Do you just like wake <laughs> up one day and be like, mom, dad, I'm becoming a bikini pro. Like I, 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 I need that story. You know, it's really, it's not for everybody because it's like a, it's a very dedicated lifestyle. Um, It's very competitive, but I love it. And I've always been into fitness. I've always, um, you know, done sports and I was a dancer growing up and um, I had this really kind of crazy fitness journey and I was not always in a position to be a bikini pro. I was like, I, I was an alcoholic. I was, I really went down a, ba- a bad, like downward spiral at one point, but you know, I really wanted to get my, get my life together. And uh, we can talk about this story a little bit more, but to answer your question, I just, I started following these people on Instagram who were um, bikini athletes. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, if I'm going to figure out how to get the body that I want. Like, I want to look like that girl. So I just started following these people on Instagram and it just became something in my head. Like I want to do that, but I, I could never do that. I, I don't have the body to do that. Like my body can't look like that. I will never, but it was just something that I really wanted to do. And I, I just did it. Like I, I just decided that this is what I want to do. So, okay, what do I need to do to do it? Like I got rid of the idea that I couldn't do it. And I just said, I want to do it and I'm going to do it. And so I did it. And basically um, a bikini pro means I compete. It's basically bodybuilding. So I compete in bodybuilding competitions in the bikini division. It's like a full-time thing. You got to have your training on point. You got to have your diet on point gotta have your mind on point I completely understand it um I've like I, I was I like to say bodybuilder adjacent uh for a time being um some of my best friends are our bodybuilders and nice. we would always train together because like nobody wants to train by themselves no I know yeah. it, it can be it is a lonely sport it is yeah um but yeah it's nice if you have a group of people who are like-minded Right. Because like I said, like at this time I was like living in a small farm town. So you could imagine like there's not a huge <laughs> like bodybuilding scene. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of corn, wheat, and horses. Yeah. And like like two or three of us just like getting really cut, really uh really bulking up or whatever, doing strongman stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a fun, it was a fun experience. And like I said, I I loved I love training for events and stuff even though I never competed yeah yeah there's just something about like being in the gym just eating clean that just really puts you in the right right headspace I know it makes you feel good yeah I mean they always say so you always do what we call a prep a prep is what you do before a competition Mm -hmm. and you know, they always say it's, it's not about the competition. It's about the journey to get there. It's like about the prep. It's about, you know, everything you learn along the way. And like the competition is just one day. The prep is, you know, usually about four months. Right. So it is, it, you gotta, you gotta love the challenge and, and the journey there, not just the day on stage. That's so true. Yeah. Now, I got to go back a little bit. You said you're a mindful fitness coach. Yeah. Um, what, like, can you define that for us just so I make sure that we're on the same page and like, I'm think everybody's thinking the same. Yeah. So it's kind of just this term that I started using, um, because for me personally, the, 
the key in my personal transformation was my shift in mindset. And I don't think that enough emphasis is put on your mindset paired with the fitness aspect of it. So when I'm coaching clients, it's, you know, most of my clients are not bodybuilders. Like that's, that's not it. It's just, you know, normal, normal people. And, you know, it's almost, it's, it's more like life coaching, um, you know, it's, it's empowerment, you know, I'm helping people with their diet and their training, but I'm also helping them with their mindset. And I put a lot of emphasis on that. And so mindful fitness to me is really making sure that everything is being taken care of because if the mind isn't right, then the body won't be right. So that's so true. Um, cause you, you obviously work out, you stay in shape. So, you know, this firsthand, but when you just go through the motions and you're not really focused on, you know, your technique or you're not really mentally digging deep for your yeah. workouts, yeah, you, your results will also mirror that. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so much of a slacker. Just this little five minute conversation already is already making me miss the days of when I was super <laughs> active like that. I was just like, wow, I need to go get back in the gym like right now. Like, you know what? I'm we're gonna start doing the podcast like during a lift or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You can just be on the um the stairmaster, Master. like <laughs> okay, those people. I went on the stairmaster for the first time probably like two months ago. That thing kicks your ass. Yo, that thing is hard, but it's also my favorite machine. It's my favorite cardio machine because it, it works. It's effective. You get on yeah. that thing for 20 minutes, you're done. Like, that's it. I, you're right. Cause I don't know if I could go longer. Like I always, I didn't <laughs> laugh at people, but I always saw people do that. And I'm like, what are you doing right now? Like, come on. I was like, I know. stairs. Like, Ugh. no, no, that's, that's a valid workout. Yeah. If I, if I did nothing else but just the stairmaster, I feel like I've accomplished something for the day. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. No, but guys, while we have Kate here today, we are going to talk about her journey um, as a bikini uh, competitor, but we're also going to talk about meal prepping and just living a and mindful fitness and just living like a more intentional life, especially with summer coming up. It's never too late to get your summer body together simply because it'll just be summer and you have a body. So no matter where you're at, your summer body's already there. Um, but some people, they, they have a goal in mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like talking with Kate can help us or help you guys help everybody get to where they want to be, you know, or at least start yeah. that journey. Yeah. And as um, you, I don't know if you can see it, this shirt I'm wearing right now, last year, I started a body positivity campaign. Um, and so me and my friends at work, we say we don't skinny dip, we chunky dunk because <laughs> we may not have like super small figures, but that doesn't mean we're not afraid to just get out there and just do that, that massive splash. Chunky dunk. Yeah, that's right. I love a good chunky dunk, you know, tis the season. Awesome. Yeah. Kind of walk me through um, what you were telling me earlier, your off season right now, but when you're in, well, I guess you do it while you're off season too, but when you're in season, what are the main things that you really focus on when you are doing this mindful fitness journey? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, on season or off season, it's, it's pretty much the same, just off season. You don't, you, I mean, on season, you don't have any cheats or like, it's much more strict, but yeah. I mean, in terms of nutrition, the, my general philosophy is tracking you, you got to track what you're eating. If you're not tracking it, like how are you supposed to know? So, um, I emphasize weighing your food and tracking what you eat. You have to weigh your food in order to properly track. And I do flexible dieting. That's what I call it. I really don't like the term cheat meal because it, it kind of gives like a bad connotation to food. And I'm super conscious about, about that. Any weird stuff around food, because I've, I've struggled with, with food my whole life. Right. So I'm super conscious about you know, not making food the enemy. You want it 
to work for you, not against you. I agree. hundred percent. Flexible dieting works as long as you're tracking and making sure you're not going over your calories. So basically every person has a calorie budget based on, you know, their, their height, their weight, their activity level. If you eat above your calorie budget, then you're going to gain weight. If you eat below it, then you're going to lose weight. These are basic scientific principles like calories in calories out. That's it. End of story. Now, obviously there's like different metabolic things going on, or people could have other issues that will impact it, but just like to be very simple at the, like most people is calories in calories out. So if you want to incorporate flexible dieting, like if I know that I'm going to have a date night on Friday and we're going to go out to dinner and we're going to go to an Italian restaurant, what I will do is I will go ahead and look up the Italian restaurant online. I'll look at their menu. I'll kind of decide what I think that I'm going to want to order. So let's say that I want to order lasagna. Okay. So I'll go in my fitness pal, which is my um, food tracker app. And I mean, it's the best one. It just is. And I'll go ahead and plug in lasagna and I'll, I'll, like kind of plan out my calories for that meal. So if I know that I'm going to have like a maybe 700 calorie meal at dinner, I'll just make sure that my other meals for the rest of the day work around that. You know what I mean? Like I usually like to have oatmeal every morning and I have it with peanut butter. So maybe I just won't have it with the peanut butter because that's going to save me a hundred calories, you know? Right. I mean, does that, that like, make sense? It does. Like you said, uh, you're very, like being very intentional with yeah. how you kind of combine your, your daily calorie intake. Yeah. Um, like I'm not restricting foods. Nothing is off limits per se, but I'm just being conscious about how much of it that I'm eating. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just being aware of what's going in. I, um, to me, I always think of it like playing Tetris with your food, with your calories. Yeah. So to speak. It's yeah. like all the pieces might not be the same shape, but you just have to kind of move them around. So you still hit your goal. Yeah. And, and then, you got to think about it. Like your body doesn't know that it's one day. It, it, like your body doesn't know that it's Monday and then it's Tuesday. You can kind of use your calories as an average for the week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because your body's not like, oh, you had 1600 calories today, but you had 1800 tomorrow. So now you're going to gain weight. Like, no, it's an average. As long as you're like meeting your average, it's fine. So you can have a high day. You can have a low day. You can have a regular day. I mean, and that's something I've never honestly thought about. Like the times where I used to this. Okay. So this episode just reminded me of how much I'm just slacking. So I'm I'm loving that. But I did. I used to have a journal. Um, I used to use my uh, Fitness Pal too. Honestly, yeah. right? It is the best app to track. It is super easy. Everything, yeah. Yeah, and like, they have all like Starbucks. Any almost any restaurant now is is already in there. Right. So, or if yeah. it's not, like you could ask to have it added. And I think yeah, like I I I put a restaurant in that wasn't in there, and then like the week after. They had the whole menu updated. Up. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I was like, that's, I mean, it's, it's great. It even helped me try. That's how I really started drinking water. I was really bad at yeah. hydration, uh, but they made it so easy to track and it gave you a clear goal of what to hit. Yeah. Just hitting the, the, the plus button and it like automatically tells you like, Hey, this is eight ounces. Yeah. So, you know, you have to like hit another eight ounces if you. Yeah. See, it's all about like little tricks that make things easier for you. You don't want to make it harder if you can make it to where you don't have to think about it too hard then you'll do it right and and that's but this I would say this is also like the trick about I hate using I don't believe in dieting um but just yeah the trick to maintaining a healthy system is consistency yeah see for me I can remember the exact moment where I went from being on top of everything to not yeah. And it's when I moved and then things became started becoming less convenient. 
like the grocery yeah. store wasn't as close or they didn't have like the certain protein I wanted or you know my like I switched like work schedules once yeah. like so many little inconvenient things arose then it's like okay well maybe I don't need to go as hard or maybe I just need to do something different that happens all the time and people have a very like all or nothing mentality when it comes to dieting and fitness a lot of times. So that's why you see people, you know, lose a bunch of weight and they'll gain it all back or, you know, they'll be on top of their, their food. And then next thing you know, like they have a cheat day and then it turns into a cheat week and then it turns into a cheat month. Like that happens all the time. You see it all the time. It's, it's just our nature. It's human nature. So true. So yeah, it's about keeping up with the little habits. Especially for us who like really get the cold. I I find it's so much hard. Like once it gets cold and there's snow everywhere, like you just, <laughs> you don't want to leave the house. You retreat inside. I know, the winter and, is the worst. Yeah, um, but you're right. Like you have to, like you said, just staying consistent helps so much. Yeah. And that's not even just with your diet. That's like I said, with your workouts too. If you're not constantly like updating or paying attention to your progress in the gym you won't know like when it's time to progress yeah because that's how you hit a plateau you know you get comfortable with a weight or you stop you fail to challenge yourself so to speak yeah Yeah. and I feel like that's potentially you know like like I said when you start to plateau yeah totally um so do you have any like tips as far as physical fitness to well I mean we're since we're talking about food are do you have any like suggestions on like what we should be eating to like help lose that weight or at least maintain it mm-hmm. um well you know everybody everybody's different so what works for me might not work for another person yeah um when I am going about working with somebody to help them lose weight if, if that's what they want to do, lose weight, the very first thing we do is try and establish what their current maintenance calories are. And we do that by finding their TDEE, which is total daily energy expenditure. There's a website is TDEE.net and you can go in and figure it out. You just type in like, it's a calculation based on your height and weight and activity level. And it'll give you those baseline calories. So once you kind of figure out your baseline, then from there, there's a couple different percentages that you figure out. Like if you want to, if you just want to lose like five pounds, like super conservative, um, you go in a 20%, 20 to 25% calorie deficit. So you take your, your baseline calories, figure out what 25% of that is, subtract it from that, the baseline calories. And that's your new calorie target. So it's less than your maintenance calories, which means you will, you will start to lose weight. Okay. And so you do that for like a week or two. And if you're not, if you're not losing any weight, then either you're tracking your food wrong, or maybe your maintenance calories weren't exactly how it estimated. So then, you know, you need to drop them a little bit more. Or you can add on more cardio, blah, blah, blah. But generally speaking, the best diet is, in my opinion, is to track your calories. I agree. Um, Like you said, no matter what type of system you're on, like so many people love to do keto or paleo or whatever. Keto is, is good just because usually when people start doing a keto diet, they actually eat less than they were eating before. Right. So it goes back to my whole little calorie um, thing. And also when you do initially reduce carbs out of your diet, you lose a lot of water weight and losing the water weight can really help somebody when they're first starting out a diet, because it's motivating because you see it like within a week or two, like you can, t- you notice that you notice that you've lost weight. Right. And so it's motivating. You want to keep staying on it. So I think that that's why um, low carb diets are really successful at first, but in my opinion, they're not totally sustainable because I mean, who doesn't love carbs? 
<laughs> Listen, that's the reason I love bulking season is because like I don't feel bad about like putting down a whole pizza just to back on a few. Um, so I get it. Especially I feel like losing carbs in the summer is hard for so many people because I feel like that's when so many families or people grill. So there's like yeah. burger and bun, hot dog bun, like they always go together. Um, and you never just have like one burger or one hot dog. Um, I know. But so <laughs> my little trick to reduce, I don't ever, well, I don't, sometimes I like completely cut carbs out, but like my reduction of carbs is just the open face sandwich. So yeah. much, so much easier or the yeah. lettuce wrap. Um, I've really got, I do lettuce those. wraps. I do. Um, I'll do like, I'll take half the bun off and just eat half. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, if I know I'm going to a family barbecue, I will actually prepare my meal in advance and bring it to the barbecue and eat my prepared meal. I know it might be a little sad, but. I'm not saying it's sad. Know. I was like, that's so good. Like, I'm, I'm so proud of you <laughs> for that because I, I, if I'm at the family barbecue, I'm eating all of the awful things that <laughs> the uncles, the aunties, the mamas, the grandmas have cooked. Like that peach cobbler is going to be going to be decimated. Well, what I will do, I I'll bring my meal, but I will allow myself to have like one or two things. So mm-hmm. like when I show up, I'll kind of like eye it out and be like, okay, what do I want to have? So if the peach yeah. cobbler is there, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> be like, no, 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 no. I, I'm okay right there. But like when that's ready, like let me know. I get it. I get yeah. It. I'm not yeah. mad at it. So I, I pick and choose my battles. While we're here, your favorite thing at a family cookout, what is it normally? Like do, does like do you have that one family member that makes that one dish that you just die for? <laughs> um my mom makes this really bomb key lime pie. You know, that's so I was anti key lime pie my entire life. I love it. I just I didn't understand it. Like I was like lime as a flavor. I don't like lime as a flavor for most things. But then this current bar I work out now, they make a homemade like in-house key lime pie. And I was like, have this, is this what I've been missing like my entire I life? I work there. That would be tra- It's like my kryptonite. Oh my God. See, I like it because it's like, it's low carb, relative portion size. So it's like, it's enough. It's not a massive piece. Yeah. So I don't, you don't feel like. I mean, oh. nobody really needs a huge piece of key lime pie. It's like. This is true. It's, it's t- a it's little like, bit yeah. is enough. Yeah. It's uh, one of those like weird, like savory kind of flavors. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It's sometimes it is hard to like, I open the fridge and I look at it. And I'm just like, just walk away. <laughs> or like, I, it inspires me to sell it. I was like, I have to sell this entire pie. Otherwise yeah. I will take it home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's noted key lime pie. Interesting. Um, so I forgot to ask, where are you located? Like on this globe that we all reside on? I'm in Miami, Florida right now. I wish I wouldn't have asked. Now I'm jealous. Like, <laughs> I, I lived would... in um, New York for 15 years. I just moved down here in October. Okay. That is so strange because um, a previous guest we have on, I keep in touch with her all the time. She, she her and her boyfriend moved down um, last October too to Miami. Um, oh, she's wow. like a yoga instructor. Yeah. Does a lot of retreats down there. So she's like, instead of coming just a couple times a year, I might as well just be here permanently. So I mean, they, that's the big reason I moved down here. The, the fitness scene is just really big. Yeah. Like there's a competition every other weekend in Florida. Like, so I could imagine. Figured, let me yeah. get a little bit closer to where, <laughs> to where my people are. Like right. where this stuff's happening. It's true. Yeah. See, it, like, and it's just more convenient because you're like, yeah. you're always motivated to like stay in that groove. Whereas if you were back in New York, you're like, oh, I can't just fly down like every other weekend. But now it's just like, yeah, I can stroll over. So I probably, do you, have you started competing more since you've been down there like um, more frequently or? Not yet. Um, I am, I am pre-prepping to prep right now. So. <laughs> the plan to plan. I got it. I got it. I'm planning to plan. So because when you do a prep, you can get down to pretty low calories and you get down to a really low body fat. Mm -hmm. So your metabolism gets lowered. 
So after a prep, you want to do what we call a reverse diet and a reverse diet is exactly what it sounds like you are reversing your diet. So I want to slowly introduce more calories into my diet and build my metabolism baseline back up. Um, you know, you can't go from eating 1400 calories to 2000 within, you know, a week you'll, you'll gain weight. So you have to do it gradually. So it takes a lot of time. So I've been reverse dieting. We're trying to get my calories up as high as possible. And once we get them to a really good point, then I can start a prep. Okay. See, I'm learning right now. I've never heard of like the reverse diet. Yeah. So reverse diet is super important. And it's uh, honestly, a reverse diet is almost harder than a, a regular diet, a normal diet. Mm-hmm. I could imagine because like, like I said, trying to, I mean, it's like the competition's over. So you're like, well, I want a key lime pie, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can't. So, and it's also super slow. Like it's not been that easy for me, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Um, yeah, but it, but it's hard because, you know, you just want to go back to eating normal, normal yeah. but you got to be slow about it. So you don't gain too much fat back quickly because when you go to compete again and you start a prep, you don't want to be starting like in having to lose 25, 30 pounds. You know, you yeah. only want to lose like 15 pounds. Listen, they, I guess they say slow and steady wins the race for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's why like bikini competitions, anybody in bodybuilding, it is a 365, 24, seven, you gotta be like laser focused on it. Full-time job. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. But that being said, I also very much appreciate the, the normal people. Like I, I know people are, most people are not bodybuilders or, you know, so I guess I'm just like super conscious and aware of making sure that my clients and people that I'm educating, um, know that I understand that they're not a bodybuilder and I don't expect them to act the same way that I do when I'm in a contest prep. And like just giving them and yourself that grace is super beneficial. Um, Guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, I'm going to talk meal prep, meal prepping. That's that Midwestern uh, accent for you. Meal prepping <laughs> with Kate. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Hey, guys, we are back. Kate is still here. She didn't go anywhere. She didn't have to, like, suddenly jet off to another competition. I don't know why I like to make the same corny joke every time. It just never stops being funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> like but hey, whatever this. makes your world go round exactly but I, i'm gonna do this one time i'm going to like just bring somebody new in like halfway through our episode and be like it's gonna be the best gag ever be like sorry we couldn't they had to leave so uh here's here's our filler. sorry they they actually had to leave this yeah. time yeah <laughs> no uh but as promised we're gonna get into some meal prep situations because for me i know this is one area i can never get into not even just for like saying soup, like in, in, in shape or anything, but uh-huh. just for time management, I am a big fan of meal prepping. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I'm really indecisive at times. So Me too, too. Many, too many options is not my friend. I'm, I'm exactly the same way. So if I could meal prep for a week and I don't even have to think about it, just like Monday dinner, Tuesday breakfast, like done. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. I, I know not everybody likes to eat this way, but I, I pretty much plan out what I'm going to eat for an entire week. Like on Sunday, I'll be like, okay, what are we going to do this week? And I'll like pull out my phone and my fitness app and like put things in and I get all creative with it. But I mean, food is food is the biggest thing like if you can nail your nutrition and you can nail your calories and like figure out your meal prep like you got it that's 75 percent of it 
So listen, you heard it here. It's all about what you're putting into your body. You know, I mean, it's yeah. called body fuel for a reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're not eating right or enough, you don't have the energy to maintain an active lifestyle or just your daily routine sometimes. And that'll throw the whole yeah, system into a funk. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I know that Sunday's your meal meal prep day. <laughs> it's so uh, hard to say. It I don't well, there's some things. I don't I don't necessarily do my meal prep on Sunday, but I, on Sundays I do plan what I'm gonna have for the week before. So for me personally, meal prep, I don't cook every single meal that I'm gonna eat. Like I don't meal prep that way. The way that I meal prep, I do it a little bit smarter. I do what I call batch cooking okay. or people call it, people call it. So you can batch cook proteins. You can batch cook hearty vegetables. You can batch cook grains like rice and quinoa. So I will cook like a couple fillets of salmon. I'll cook up some ground chicken, just naked chicken, just plain, no seasoning. And I'll put that in my fridge. So then the week ahead, I'll plan out, okay, I cook, I'm going to have chicken and I'm going to have salmon. So on Monday for lunch, we're going to do, um, chicken tacos and we're going to have salmon and sweet potato and Brussels sprouts for dinner. So because your protein's already cooked, it saves you so much time. All you have to do is season it. However you want to season it and heat it up. And then you can repurpose it with different meals. So Number one, you're not stuck eating a meal that's like been sitting in a box all week. Number two, you can change up your flavors and your dishes throughout the week so you don't get bored, but you still like can do it. Like literally it takes me like 20 minutes to make a beautiful meal because I've, I've pre-prepped my, the things that take a long time which are the protein or like, you know, I'll go ahead and cut up vegetables. like. I like to do, um, my sweet potatoes in chunks. Right. So I'll go ahead and weigh them out and dice them up and put them in individual bags and label them. So then all I got to do is grab them and throw them in the air fryer when I want to eat them. And it's done. Like it's easy. Best but I'm getting like, yeah, I'm getting like fresh food on the spot, but it's still quick. And because I did the pre-prep. Right. So cook yeah i mean that makes a lot of sense um yeah like you said saving time and that was one thing that started to get repetitive for me is my first attempt at meal prepping was it was like two or three days of the same meal yeah and then but you that, get sick of it you do and i'm also the type of guy like i love to spend time in the kitchen like cooking and coming up with things me too and so i was like not being able to express that daily yeah but my method you can you can yeah you know I, I might I might still throw in some like common base level seasoning I don't know like well here's the thing you I feel can. like a naked so, bird is just like I like have to put some clothes <laughs> on it you know just to keep it modest no but I, I put the clothes on after the fact because if I want to have chicken tacos on Monday but on Tuesday I want to have like um curry with rice I have the naked chicken and I'm able to season it the way that I want to so I'll make a curry sauce and season up the chicken with the curry and add it with the rice or with the tacos I'll put my taco seasoning on it and make my little taco dealios you know what I mean I add the spice spice is super important yeah okay. right. just some if you cook it if you cook it neutral then you can add your spice later Listen, I'm guys, I'm just gonna have to fly down to Miami and like see what Kate's kitchen's like, you know. Um well I have my new recipe book launching. I'll send okay. you a copy. I'll send you a copy and you can see all my recipes. It has lots of meal prep tips in there, um, lots of cooking tips, and then there's over a hundred recipes. 
Oh, wow. So listen, diversity should never be an issue with you guys. No excuse. <laughs> There's when no you, excuse. Yeah. When you guys get Kate's cookbook, because I know you're going to, you'll be able to choose from so many different things throughout the day and the week. Cause I'm assuming it's not all dinner. It's like all meals, right? Like no, it's the day. all meals. There is breakfast, there's regular meals, there's snacks, there's appetizers, there's sauces um yeah we, lost a, we love a saucy dish like sauce is probably like, <laughs> one of the best things ever I mean sauce makes it oh sauce like sauce. I have like a whole section like in my like refrigerator and cabinet oh dedicated yeah to sauce oh yeah me too 100% dedicated. if you don't have a sauce spot I don't trust you <laughs> no thank you I don't want it take it back return the cinder <laughs> Uh, no. So now that we're, we're, we're getting our bodies in shape, we're eating properly. We're starting to really focus on our nutrition. All that kind of helps. I would say like kind of build our self-esteem. I would start to, I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. That is what it does. Um, like for me, I always feel like sometimes there's like this correlation or I feel like there's a cycle that happens. People usually try to change these things in order to build confidence, um, whether it's build confidence on their strength or just build confidence in their actual appearance. Yeah. Um, would you agree or do you think there's some correlation between the two? Um, I, do th- I do think there's a correlation, but I think what it boils down to more than confidence is self-worth. Like, it's a feeling of worthiness, you know, because worthiness translates to everything, you know, it's like, do you feel worthy of this? Do you feel worthy to have this? Do you feel worthy of a good body? Do you feel worthy? Are you worth it enough to buy the good food that you know is good for you and your health because you want to be the best version of you that you can be are you worth it if you don't think that you're worth it you're not going to do it that's that's so true or said if you don't think you're worth it you'll you'll come up with more excuses to not really follow through and I think you know you said you talked about going to the gym and it builds confidence and it does but I think what it really does help people discover their self-worth a little bit more and that in turn gives them what they perceive as confidence you know yeah I I mean I I agree um yeah I it makes sense uh because the more time you spend in there um whether it's like the gym or just in the kitchen doing what you need to I guess you're like I said I I know you notice a different once you notice a difference once you start eating cleanly yeah and then you just feel better and you're like why have I been depriving myself of this feeling? Yeah. This is yeah. how I want to feel all the time. So it you're right. You I a could... sense of control, right. you know? Yeah. And you know that you are the captain of your ship and you are controlling your destiny. Not the, It's not other people, outside circumstances, other people, places, and things that are, that are steering you. It's like you are owning it and taking your power and taking control of your life and letting it unfold the way that you choose. Exactly. Like you're the, you are the captain of your own destiny, you know, but another part of that is you have to watch out for fatigue and burnout. I feel like. Yeah. And that's why I encourage flexible dieting. And that's also why, you know, I really try and emphasize a mindful fitness lifestyle. Cause like, you know, most people are not bikini athletes, nor do they want to be, they, they don't need to be at a 10% body fat. Like that is not normal. And bikini athletes, you know, they don't look like they do on stage, but that one day, like there's ways to manipulate your body water so that your muscles are popping and you don't look like you're not just walking around looking like that. The point is I really try and stress to people to make it a lifestyle. It's not, you don't want to be too extreme one way or the other. You just, 
want to know that you're worth it and, and do what you need to do to be healthy. And if that means that you want to go to a barbecue and eat everything that is being prepared and have a great day with your family, do it. Like, that's great. That's what we live for. Like, you know, that's, that's why we're living. You shouldn't let food and, and, you know, body insecurity hold you back from anything. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, I don't really believe in denying myself things. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I believe, or I like to live playing Tetris with my calories. Yeah. Um, and it's easy. Like once you start tracking for a little while, then like you start to be able to eyeball things and right. like know how to, you can just kind of calculate in your head. So you don't have to be a slave to tracking your calories all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, some people call it intuitive eating where right. they just kind of listen to their body and eat what their body is wanting it to eat. Um, That's now my preferred style of to eat of, of eating for the most part. Yeah, I was like, like I said, you know, you better than I do. Like yeah. I, I, I was like, I don't, I shouldn't just eat a salad because I think that that's the thing to do. I was like, if I yeah. feel like I need some greens, then I'll eat a salad. But I was like, if you feel like you're not getting a bunch of other veggies or fruits or whatever, I need to focus on or like provide you with that. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't really care for salads that much. I, I, they don't fill me up. <laughs> I am probably like, I'd one rather of, eat like bulky vegetables. Yeah. The only time I'm like a fan of salads is like, if I'm at Donato's because they have a nice like fall salad that has like mushroom and apple so like I I tease myself into thinking it's not really a salad (laughs) but I used to say this when I was a server I was like the reason I don't push salads I was like imagine if like the last thing you ordered was a salad and then like you just go out and get like hit by a car like I'd be sad if my last meal was a salad oh I would be sad too yeah I was like no I was like I would think about that piece of cake or pie, key lime pie that I didn't allow myself to have Oof. because I was dieting. So it's because, you know, we, I was like, you, I'm now listening to my body and giving it everything it wants. <laughs> I have a sweet tooth. So that's why like not half, but a, a good bit of my cookbook has, um, has little treat recipes, but it's like healthy treats. Okay. So you know, like, uh, I have a birthday cake donut recipe and, um, yeah, I have a bunch of really good treats. We love a good treat. Yeah. Um, like snack time is my favorite time as a child and as an adult. I love snacks. I'd, I'd rather eat snacks all day than have meals. I just love snacks. The only time (laughs) that's true for me is if I'm like with in more than 10 miles of my mother, then it's like, no, I want all of her (laughs) cooking all the time. See, don't tell anybody, but my mom is not a good cook. <laughs> Your secret is safe with me. I don't know about the rest of the internet, but I won't. <laughs> she makes the key lime pie and like, that's it. She's a one trick okay. pony. Listen, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I've been saying this this year, like food is my love language. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, so my, like my mom's side of the family, we've never been like lovey-dovey overly like touchy or like, I love you, smoochy, smoochy yeah but we feed each other all the time and I was like that to me is better than a hug it is like her cooking I'll take that over any hug or yeah like whatever you know so my dad is a cook well he actually he owned a restaurant um so I grew up basically in the restaurant I I learned how to cook from him (laughs) not my mom but my dad will make big ziti and it's my favorite thing like every time I come home for Christmas or whatever I'm like make me the big ziti please and he makes like a big tray of it he's so proud of it it's cute so like your dad had an Italian spot so are you guys like Italian or (laughs) Italian-esque half half Half? that's yeah doesn't matter you know like well he's he's full Italian but I'm half there you go yeah, you know, um, if he's looking for like another, like a son or like, a, <laughs> like an in-law, like I'm, I'm totally, totally here for it. Like bring on the big ZD. Uh, um, um, and that's like to me, like 
like I said, they're not cheat meals, but like when you rid this into your body and you go and you have those maybe heavy calorie days, that's like self-care to me almost as well, (laughs) because it's like, I'm nourishing my soul so that it now has the energy and vigor to continue the rest of X amount of time to do whatever it needs to do. Yeah. I mean, food is such a social thing, you know, all of our, all of our social habits revolve around food. (laughs) If you think about it. Food and music are the only things I really need. Yeah. Food and music. No. um, So do you have. It's dinner time. (laughs) I'm always thinking. They just opened up a butcher shop, like not too far away from my job. So they brought over some brisket for us. So it's like nice and smoky so it's right in the background oh, um what wow. we uh, you talked about it but you didn't tell me the name what's the name of your cookbook gonna be it's called eat to glow oh, that's too cute thank you <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> um no um I think that's everything I kind of had for you today I yeah. feel like we took a, a nice journey of the body but I can't let you escape quite yet, you know, because I have, to, I have to do my favorite section of the show and that's our reverse icebreaker, our quickie questions um, that I ask everybody who comes on. Sometimes okay. they're a little different. I tweak them a bit and they get a little more thought provoking as we go, but they just really help me find out who you are as a person. Okay. Okay. So question one, it's super easy. You shouldn't sweat yet. Are you partnered or unpartnered? Unpartnered. Okay. Congratulations on that. Um, It's a great partnership we're hoping for. We love happy and healthy relationships. Um, Next question. What's like a really big red flag for you? Um, Not listening to what I have to say. Listen, that's being heard is super important in a relationship. So I can understand that. Well, it's not, it's not like I'm, taking score but if I mentioned something to say I'm talking to somebody and I mentioned something um like they asked me a question and I give them the answer if they ask me the same question again I'm kind of like were you not paying attention when we had this conversation before Mm. see I have really bad like memory issues so I probably won't ask it in the same conversation (laughs) but if I ask you something today and then I ask you again on Friday. It's not okay, that I no, wasn't that's listening. different. That's okay. different. I'm explaining. Okay, I'll give you. A, this is really what it was. Okay, so this guy was trying to go on a date with me, and he was like, "Let's go get a drink." And I was like, "I don't drink because I don't drink alcohol, but I don't mind like going out and sitting. I, I don't mind being around alcohol. I just mm-hmm. don't drink alcohol." Right. Um. So anyway, I was like, "I don't drink," and whatever. We didn't end up meeting up. And then he messaged me again, like a week later. And he's like, let's go get a drink. And I was like, dude, like I told you, I don't drink. I don't know how many more messages of this. Like our whole conversations are just going to be like, I don't drink like all the time. I get it. That repetition <laughs> totally triggers it annoyed me. So me. And it's just like a little bit of a red flag because yeah. either he was like trying to be a little too pushy about it or he just wasn't paying attention and I'm sorry but if you're first talking to a girl that you want to go on a date with like pay attention to her 100% <laughs> don't you want to go out with her yeah or at least be like you know what you don't drink that's fine let's go and to like, a dry bar because those are like popping up everywhere nowadays yeah. but I mean if somebody isn't um if somebody isn't going to pay attention to me when they're not even dating me yet, like what's going to happen after we date for a little while and we get comfortable past the honeymoon stage. And then like, you're really not going to pay attention. To right. me. So or I don't I'm know. Like, that's just like a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. If you're not listening, if you're not listening to me and you're not with me for my conversation or banter, what are you with me for? Hmm? Yeah. 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 So what's something you look for in a partner? I look for someone to be independent and not, not codependent. Oh, hundred percent. Like we each need to have like our own schedules, like our own things. I mean, not even that. It's just, I need my other person to understand that I am only responsible for my happiness. Right. You are responsible for your happiness. 
And if we come together and we are both responsible for our own happinesses, but we enjoy our time together and we can appreciate each other, then that is a good relationship. I don't ever need or want to have to rely on getting my happiness from another person. Another person, 100%. And, that, and, that's, and that's what I mean by that. Because like sometimes you have these couples that you know like where they can't they like never separate they're always together yeah and uh, and that's what I meant by like having my own like having our own schedules is I mean that too because like I mean I I like being alone like but (laughs) I gotta have my alone time but you get like you seem pretty awesome so you you can understand why people would always want to be with you you know (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) no I get like I said it's true I get it I'm the same way um I love spending time with my partner uh, whenever I have one, but also I don't, the reason I don't like to spend all my time together is because I feel like A, we lose our sense of identity and B, like you said, I feel like you you might be, I don't want to live for another person. Yeah. I call it separate, but inclusive. So I want us to have separate lives, but inclusive. Inclusive. So I mean, of course they're going to be entangled, but I don't want, if we break up, I don't want my whole life to come crashing down around me. Exactly. You got to have your own shit. You You got to have your own stuff. Yeah. Like I, I have a friend, she chooses this life. So I have to learn to accept it, but she's gone from her identity to now being like, she was like, she refers to herself as this person's girlfriend instead of like just her and to me that's problematic because I'm that just like that is problematic but I was like hey yeah. if you if you want to be in a little toxic situation go ahead it's, it's your life <laughs> I could I could only tell you so many times yeah I mean people have to you can't ever make somebody do something they have to figure it out themselves 100% you can help them figure it out but like you can't make the decision for them that's right um, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something about relationships, um, either with people or with yourself, what would that be? Um, set higher boundaries and don't renege on them. <laughs> Stand this, your ground, girl. I could not agree more. That and then I love that I, I gained this from the polyamorous community, setting a like making agreements. Um, yeah. Because I love being able to reevaluate to say like, hey, I thought a situation would work. It's not. Let's come together again and like yeah. renegotiate what I need. Yeah. Like part of my coaching program that I have with my clients is I asked them, I was like, how good are you or how often do you communicate your needs to your partner or yeah. to yourself? Most people don't. They don't. And I was Most like, if you don't if you're not telling them what you need, how can you be upset with them for not giving you what you need? Yeah. Yeah. That's like a waiter comes up to you and you just stare at them and they're like, what can I get you? And you just like, look at them. Like, how is he supposed to bring you anything? Read my mind. (laughs) Or once again, if you don't know what you need, reading your mind won't do me any good. There's nothing there. true like well maybe I won't I need that but maybe I need that I don't know yeah so you know that brings up a really good point I think it's super important to be single for a long time and like figure out yourself and figure out how to live alone without another person like 100% I feel so lucky that I've been able to 100% make all of my decisions solely around what I want to do. And I, a a lot of people don't get that because they just jump from relationship to relationship. I call them serial daters. Serial daters. I call them that too. Like there's so many people do that, but um, yeah, knowing yourself important it's massive it's something knowing yourself without other people and it's something that even like when you are with somebody that you still have to start over every day because every day you're like a new person 
gaining yeah. experiences so like you yeah. should always be doing that intrinsic internal reflection and self yeah i think everybody should always be pushing themselves to grow and expand 100 percent. um what's one thing that you think that you can improve on as a partner i don't i haven't dated anybody in a while well i mean you know you you do a lot of self-work like <laughs> what were some things that like you like in previous relationships you're like mm, like you had to own up to um okay I I have a hard time opening up in a in a personal relationship like that like it's kind of hard to explain because you know I'm pretty bubbly and outgoing Mm -hmm. but when it comes to an intimate romantic relationship it is hard for me to open up my heart but I've been working on that yeah see and that's that's the key hopefully with your current partner you can kind of you know, just get that crack a little more. Oh no, I'm I'm unpartnered. Oh, you're unpartnered. Well, I mi- yeah. I completely <laughs> missed that at the, at the start. I was like, I was like, she said she hadn't dated in a while, but she said she was partnered. I was like, I don't. I was like, I'm a little confused, but we'll go. It's with Mercury it. retrograde. We're having oh, a miscommunication. Listen, the microphone just went. <laughs> The microphone was like, hey guys, let's let's make it sound like she said partnered. So like no guys, I don't want you sliding into any DMs unless you're trying to get coaching done. Or you I mean, like do wanna... I have to yell that I'm single? Y'all, I'm single. <laughs> but okay, so impromptu question. Single. Um, are you even thinking of mingling? That's the real question. Well, are you we know, just... COVID has really COVID has really made these <laughs> things difficult. Mm. Um uh yeah I'm 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 dating I just haven't met anyone that I've been interested in yet but I think that he's coming Ooh, you can feel you can sense it oh yeah it's gonna happen (laughs) oh you say that like there are some contenders like there's a specific person in mind no he's just in my dreams (laughs) oh all right well you guys heard that looking to mingle um but of course you have to be a good listener you have to be in, intentional when you when you step to young Kate, okay? Because yeah. she doesn't have time to play games. She's about yeah. to. She's she's prepping for the prep. So you, if you're gonna come, you gotta <laughs> you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. Yeah. Um, last question um, before I let you go. Do you enjoy being with somebody who? Okay, let me, let me rephrase that. If there is one interest that you have that you would want your partner to have, what would that be? Um, uh, I don't, I don't think that they would have to have an interest in, in bodybuilding or fitness per se, but they would need to at least be understanding and accepting of my lifestyle and some of my dietary restrictions because it will affect them in our dating like you got to be a little bit more creative because we're not going out to a restaurant when I'm in contest prep so it's movies or hiking or if they work out then let's go to the gym I mean there's a million things to do besides eat but I just need I have to have somebody who is accepting of that and that's unfortunately something that they have to compromise on that's fine it 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 is what it is listen you are worth it okay i am (laughs) self-worth self self-worth okay yeah listen you just you you should date like a cook because like we we always love a challenge they're like okay here are the restrictions we have like that let me make you something gourmet or semi-gourmet or just delicious yeah. on your taste buds within your boundaries yeah oh yeah that's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go through my book and see if I have any like cooks down in like the Miami area and I'm gonna, <laughs> so I'm gonna send them my off. way yeah I mean listen you guys got to know how to dream walk because she says like that's that's how she's finding you she's you're in her dreams <laughs> yeah no uh okay thank you for coming on before uh you go like we know the cookbook's coming, um, Eat to Glow. Do you have any yep. other big projects coming down the pipeline? Um, yeah, I'm actually working on my first online course. Oh. Um, yeah, it's it, it'll probably be ready this summer. Um, I have it written. We're working on filming the content right now for it. 
Um, and it's basically, it covers the whole gamut. There's, um, nutrition workouts and mindset, um, programs and exercises. So it's a okay. whole all encompassing, I'm calling it my glow up guide. So come to the glow up school. <laughs> Listen, we, we all love a glow up situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kate, thank you again, guys. Don't forget to go. Well, I'm guessing the book's going to be on like Amazon and like your website. And yeah, or... my website is everybodyglow.com. Everybodyglow.com. Head over there. By the time this airs, that book will be out. So pick yourself up a copy. Send me and Kate, tag us on Insta or wherever you're posting it. it when you try one of those recipes, because we know, we know, we know you're going to do it. Yeah, we all love really the treats. <laughs> we all want to be healthy. Summer is coming just like our, our next relationship and um, guys, <laughs> in, I our was, <laughs> in our dreams and I want you to be safe out there because mercury, mercury retrograde is like active trying to sabotage us so I just need you to be super mindful of everything you're doing and Don't I will text see your ex <laughs> well um you do Don't just do be, it just be mindful about it okay no okay fine I'll put my phone down we won't text the ex uh, <laughs> uh, no i will see all you beautiful partnered and unpartnered people next thursday for another episode of the not so bad bachelor pad if you wanna be if you if you wanna be if you wanna be my lover you gotta get with my